Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, thank you so much for the overwhelming outpouring of support and love for last week's mental health episode. I was so nervous to put that out because I thought, uh, first of all, I felt so vulnerable talking about things that I've never talked about before. And also, I know that this is normally a pop culture podcast where we talk about Bravo and Housewives and all that. And I just, I was worried that everyone would be upset that we were talking about something a little bit different, a little more serious, but everyone was so kind and supportive. And, uh, you know, I cried at least five times this week from the DMs and the texts and the tweets and the Facebook messages and all of that. So it was just uh, overwhelmingly positive. And um, if you haven't listened, please go listen. And I, I just want to mention, I did miss one thing. So my guests and I, we sort of talked about the ways that we deal with anxiety and depression. And it turns out we missed one very important thing that uh, Lala on Vanderpump Rules brought up at part three of the reunion. And that is both a baby bottle and sucking a dick. So we did not cover those on the mental health episode. And I just want to say that I'm sorry for neglecting those two very important anti-anxiety medications. (laughs) And Lala, you know, schooled us on it in part three of the reunion. So my apologies for missing that. I'm very sorry. And this week we are back to talking about Bravo and pop culture. And, you know, to break everything down, we have the one, the only, Leslie Grossman, who she's a, a wonderfully talented actress from Popular and from American Horror Story. She's so brilliant, and she's a Bravo superfan, so she's going to help me break down Potomac and New York and, and Bethany Ever After and Southern Charm. We're going to talk about it all. So I'm so excited for uh, this week and to talk about all that stuff we missed last week. And then we also have Daniel Levy, who I'm obsessed with him. I <laughs> I love his show. His show's called Shits Creek, and you can watch the first few seasons on uh, Netflix. And it stars him. It was created by him. He's Eugene Levy's son. Eugene Levy, of course, from American Pie and Best in Show. And Eugene Levy's on the show, plays his dad. And Catherine O'Hara plays his mom. And Catherine O'Hara is one of the most brilliant actresses I mean, of all time, come on, of all time. She's, of course, from Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman and all those wonderful Christopher Guest movies and Home Alone. She was the mom in Home Alone. So we're going to have a quick chat with Daniel Levy at the end of the episode. So we're back to business, you guys. And oh, oh my God, you guys, I'm going to cry right now. I'm going to cry right now. Whitney, (laughs) get prepared. Get me the tissues. I can't believe this, but next week on the show... Wow, wow, I can't even do it. Next week on the show, we're having the one, the only, icon, queen, legend, sitcom actress, movie star, writer, director, comedian, renowned talk show host, American sweetheart, indie darling, improvisational genius, nurse, and human gem, Bonnie Hunt. You guys, Bonnie Hunt is coming on Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. Bonnie Hunt. I've mentioned her on almost every episode, I believe. Bonnie Hunt, for Beethoven, Jumanji, Cheaper by the Dozen. I mean, she's a brilliant comedian. She was a talk show host. I mean, she is one of my heroes, idols. She's someone I looked up, I've looked up to my whole life. And I, I mean, I'm, I seriously love her so much. And I can't even, I, I'm going to cry. I can't even believe she's doing, she's going to be doing this show. She's doing everything iconic. She's going to sit and chat with me. And she said she's willing to talk about anything I want to talk about. And I'm, I'm just so excited. I can't, I can't, like, I'm going to, I'm going to pass out Whitney. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do the whole hour. I might not make it (laughs) rest in peace. (laughs) I'm going to need my, all those anti-anxieties that day. I'm going to need somebody get a dick ready. I'm going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone get a dick ready because I'm going to need it that day. I'm so excited. So that's going to be next week. 
Um, I want to bring out Leslie so we can talk about all this wonderful stuff. Before I do, I want to thank Samson Technologies. Samson Technologies is the sponsor of Everything Iconic, and they've been so great, so please go check them out. They have the best audio equipment (laughs) in the land. So please go look at Samson, not Samsung. There's no G. It's Samson, like Samsonite, but without the ite. (laughs) Please go look them up. Uh, please go rate and review this on iTunes. If you like the show, please go give us a five-star review. It really helps us out uh, quite a bit. So please head on over to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen. If they let you rate and review it, please leave us a review. I'm reading them all, and I love I, I they move me so much. So thank you all to those of you that do. I really do read them all. Like, and I, it's my favorite part of every day. <laughs> but it really helps us, so I can't stress that enough. Uh, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And now we have that beautiful Facebook group and I'm trying to start taking questions for guests. So when I know we have guests coming up, I'm going to throw some information on that Facebook group and hopefully we can get some good questions from you guys. So you can ask these people whatever you want. Although not with Bonnie because I (laughs) I already have like a, I mean, I have so many questions I want to get to her about that I've dreamed of my whole entire life. So I'm not asking for questions for Bonnie, but anyone else, <laughs> that's that's mean. Do I sound mean, Whitney? I'm sorry. Um, let's get Leslie out here. Am I forgetting anything? No, I don't think I am. So please, uh, let's let's get going. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm here with Leslie Grossman. Most of you guys know her from Popular, American Horror Story. I, of course, know you from What I Like About You. <laughs> I love that that's like I you know me. Leslie, I loved what I like about you. you How know, are you doing? It w- I'm doing really well. I'm thrilled to be sitting on the couch with you, Danny P. You're so cute. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. We um, met at Countess and Friends. Okay, do you want to get into that right now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Why not? so here's what I want to say about Countess and Friends. Um, the main thing I want to say is that I really vibed off the sense of community. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never been in a room where everybody was like so on the exact same page, mm-hmm. so happy to be there, and so interested and supportive. The community was incredible. It, it was, I felt like I knew everyone in that crowd, but I didn't. By know the way, it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that I knew 70% oh. of the people there, which was, and it's like my favorite people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so much fun, but. She's a genius, and she's a genius for several reasons. Yeah. Number one, the show was an hour and change, and I would say she was on stage for a total of 12 minutes. 12 minutes, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, 100%. Like 11.58, maybe, that, something yeah. like that. She picked really good people mm-hmm. to come up and sing, who could actually sing. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't afraid to let somebody else shine. No. I mean, Shoshana, Cheyenne, it was like... The energy the was The energy electric. was insane, and I just kept drinking because yes. of the energy, and I don't oh, drink much either. This is I, what I want to tell you. Oh, uh, Yes. I have not been in a room where people were that drunk. Yes. People totally. were, we went past wasted into shwasted. Yes. And then I was standing outside, like I walked out very quickly at the end. So I was there watching people come out. It was like watching people stumble out of a oh, drunk yeah. tank at the police station. <laughs> like so fucking 100%. drunk. Can I swear? Sorry. Yes, you can like, swear. Yes. Shit faced you. Yeah, bombed. You can. Yes. Yeah. So that was hilarious and I love that. I also love that you entered through a garage. A, a garage, parking garage. Like a high school parking high uh-huh. school parking garage. Yes, like which I loved. Yeah, and with I loved- the sign outside that was like the, it, it, like the gymnasium high school sign <laughs> with one color. Also parking, $6. Yeah. <laughs> Very affordable, particularly in Los Angeles. Uh, they could have tripled that and people would have paid it. Yeah. So that was great. I mean, I paid $125 for VIP tickets to that show. Like money was no option or no, no, By the no way, problem. So did I. Yeah. It was like, um, I also want to say this. I can't get over how good she looked. Yeah. I can't uh, get over it. Like, Forget about the fact that she has the best body I've ever seen. She just posted a picture in a bra. Did you see that? No, I haven't. She's looked like today. doing bra ads. <laughs> she <laughs> She's should doing bra ads on Instagram, and I, I like. I'm not kidding you. Like the breath leapt from my chest uh-huh. when I saw it, and like I'm a big gay, it's, and I was like, oh my god, she looks. No, like it's that. the best body I've ever seen. Yeah, it's the most phenomenal. perfectly proportioned, beautiful, statuesque, mm-hmm. gorgeous body. Also, I don't know how old the countess is. Her, ageless. Her ageless. Her face looked incredible and did not look fillered. No. Surgeried. Mm-mm. I don't 
understand. It's like yeah. she went to rehab and never looked better. No, I mean, and even in the in the current season in the interviews, I think she looks a little bit different. And obviously, she was drinking at the time. Yeah, but I think she looks so much. I think in the interviews, she almost looks like she has filler or something. But Maybe. seeing her in, her in person, I'm like, no, no she, has she looked nothing. totally. Yeah. Natural and normal and like herself. I was thinking that she should put this show in Vegas yeah. and do like a little Vegas residency at like a tiny hotel, the Golden Nugget or some shit well, like that. Well, because that, <laughs> that is hilarious. She just sold out 54 Below, yeah. again, like just a couple days ago. Do you think it'll ever stop? I hope not. Like, do you think she could, how long do you think she could milk this cow? If she's smart, she'll do it until only two people show up. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> Us. <laughs> just, you and me. Yeah. Like, literally, it's just her in her dressing yeah, room performing woo! for you and me. And I'm like, yeah. you got it, Countess! <laughs> I know. What friends are you bringing out today? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, I just think it's genius. It's like she figured out this fantastic... I don't know. This is even her second act. This is her third act, whatever. Yeah. I just think it's great. Uh, it's like this Modern day variety show. Yeah. Correct, because I'm sure she thought when she married the Count, she was like, this is it, I'm a Countess. Well, that didn't pan out. Oh my God, I'm on the Housewives, great. And now she's even gone, now she's been able to go even beyond the Housewives and say, now I've got this thing. And you know what? She's so 100% in on the joke. Yeah, She, she gets, gets it. it. She does not take herself seriously mm-hmm. at all, at all, at all. And that's the most yeah. endearing and charming part. And her daughter was in the audience. Victoria. And her daughter was having the best time. Yeah, and you so know, sweet. Well, I was thinking, it'd be a little intense for me to hear my mom <laughs> saying the things. Croon, she, yeah, you know, be a little, if you call it that. Yeah, yeah, but Victoria seemed really thrilled. Mm-hmm. So anyway, top to bottom, front to back, it was a wonderful evening. It yeah. was a thrill to see you. Yes. Okay. Um, so let me go back. Who's your favorite Bravo housewife of oh all God. time? Okay. And then we're going to get into some more New York stuff. So I want to, this is what I always say about the housewives. First of all, I am... I was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy did a really fun thing where he asked me, it was like a shotgun round of from every single cast. I'm getting so excited. And he asked me <laughs> question after question after question after question in a shotgun round. And later on, my father said, you didn't. He gave you those in advance because you don't watch all those shows. No, I know. And I was like, nope, I, I, I just yeah. knew all that. And my dad looked at me with such total disappointment of like you watch all of them every single and you can speak to all of them with great authority and I was like I sure can so I'm saying that only to say it's very difficult to answer that because I always say they're all my babies Mm -hmm. all the all the cities are all my babies all the women are all my babies Mm -hmm. but I do have some tippy tops like a top two or three I have to say I stan Bethany yeah oh she is my Leslie, most favorite. I am so back and forth with Bethany and yeah. I'm rewatching Bethany getting married right now. Oh boy. I'm watching it before bed and it it's is like the person. biggest journey. I mean, yeah. it is shocking to watch it back. Like well, I, people ask like, what should they rewatch? Like what season or whatever? What people need to go rewatch is Bethany getting married oof. into Bethany getting after because oh. it is, there's so much uh, so many layers yeah. to that show with Jason and we don't know if he's good or bad but you could see the little bits of evil in him but then Bethany's also sort of a monster yeah. but she's so good at reality TV and out of any spinoff she's able to carry a spinoff the best nobody does better confessional than Bethany no, no. and nobody does better reunion and I'll, no, no she is the best at a reunion yes. she is sharp as a tack mm-hmm. she will destroy you she's also the funniest so funny wittiest most clever person well here's why I love Bethany Not shocked, she's but... brilliantly smart yeah. obviously but I was at the Amphar Gala, the last one they had in Los Angeles, Cheyenne invited me, which I thought was really sweet. And Bethany was there. Mm. And by the way, every famous person was there. I couldn't have cared less. Yeah. I saw Bethany. I couldn't breathe. Wait, wait. Now I have a question. So you have this wonderful theory about how reality TV stars work for us. Yes, they do. And it's amazing. They're in my employ. <laughs> Explain it. Okay. Really I would rather die than approach Denzel Washington, for instance. <laughs> if I saw Denzel Washington out, I would be like, I am not going to bother him. That guy's a king. Like, he's brilliant. Like, I'm not going to... I just wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I, well, I might approach Madonna just because my body would physically not allow yeah, me wouldn't. to stop myself. Like, <laughs> Madonna! Like, I couldn't help myself. But when it comes to reality TV people, they... Okay. I'm just going to say a blanket statement. Don't at me on Twitter. Don't say nasty things to me. In general, and Bethany actually doesn't belong in this category. That's what I was wondering. That's what I was going to ask. on the cover of motherfucking Forbes magazine. Yeah, okay. so she, but I'll tell you why I approached her. It was for a different reason. In general, you don't. they are talent-free. Mm-hmm. And they are on reality 
television because they couldn't make it in any other way. And this yeah. is, the, and by the way, that's okay because yeah. that's a very specific skill mm -hmm. that I don't think I would have yeah. to be totally unconscious, like so unselfconscious in front of a camera to bring the drama. It's my favorite, favorite stuff to watch. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I, yeah. it isn't a talent. Yeah, I'm just true. saying you're not an actor. You're not a singer. So your entire goal is to be famous. That's the only reason you're doing yeah. it. So you better bet that if you're in the middle of dinner, I'm going to walk right up to you and tap you on the <laughs> yes. shoulder and get my pictures. <laughs> get my, get my I got my, my questions story. and I got my pictures. And are you going to like, and you're not going to act like you can't be shady with me about that. Yeah, like yeah. this is literally. Don't tell me to come back later no. when I'm done with dinner. Like I'm taking it right then and there while you're eating. I don't care if the fork's Guess in what? your mouth. I'll shove your plate off the table. <laughs> I'll throw it to the ground. You pay attention to me. This is your job. Yes, this, this is it is not Denzel's this, job to talk to me no, at a restaurant. Denzel but is it Jax's job to give me my damn selfie uh, yeah it is so anyway i'm at this yeah. event i see bethany now this was when the whole puerto rico thing was really happening I and i have to tell you i acknowledge her as our president mm -hmm. she sure, was sure. so i walked up to her and i was like listen and cheyenne was so here for it too and we basically like physically like he was on one side and i was on the other and we sort of like boxed her in so she couldn't <laughs> go anywhere and she could not have been more lovely. First of all, Cheyenne legitimized me because she knew him. So mm. she was like, oh, and if I was there with him, she was like, you're not a completely random crazy person. So I said to her, I can't believe the incredible work you're doing. I, I just think it's beyond fantastic. You're mm -hmm. doing what our own government's not doing. Yeah. She pulled out her phone. She showed me the tankers. She was like, look what our next thing is. And it was huge ocean liner tankers wow. full of pallets of food and diapers and all of this stuff. So that is really mostly what we talked about. So I bow down to yeah. that. And I also think, you know, they, they've shown it a little bit, like in this last episode, they showed it a little bit. I think that needs to be a special. And I think Bravo I agree. should team up with her, yeah. have her go back and do some sort of like, like a three, a three, five, eight episode series. Do like a she, thing where you can text on it. your phone, yeah. 10 bucks, you know, whatever to I donate to, to be strong. It is unbelievable. And it's also such compelling TV. Like yes. those scenes where, when she was going to Puerto Rico, oh. I mean, the Duranda stuff was great. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Don't at that, wrong dinner. Know, that Miami dinner when oh, she, oh 7 my PM God. And Fucking, not even as wasted as everyone at the Luann show, <laughs> but almost there. Oh my, yeah. almost there. I was like literally I standing up in my living room watching yeah. it. Like I'm <laughs> not even on the edge of my seat. I was like standing up. I was like, this stand. is the golden age of television. Yeah. Like this is amazing. Oh, I love when her, her everything gets slurred. Oh, oh, I die. But anyway, so, but the uh, Bethany stuff, just of her giving people yeah. these gift cards, I would have watched eight hours of that. And also seeing the destruction in these hill towns mm -hmm. where... It, it no one has been there. So I would really encourage Bravo, Andy, whomever, yeah. make these standalone specials. And Bethany can she knows how to handle reality Correct. TV. She could yeah. make that into Entertaining a, a series. And, well, and she absolutely would and raise so much money. Yeah. So anyway, this, hashtag this is the real crisis. We need this as a exactly. reaction. So this is the there you go. So she's yeah. my number one for several yeah. reasons. Like power businesswoman, brilliant. Like so I just I worship her. Also, there's just something about her that I relate to. I just what love her. What do you her. think of Jason? I want to know your other picks too, but what, tell me about Jason. Like, cause I'm so knee deep in this Jason stuff. And I know people are listening and they're like, that was like 10 years ago. Now I but don't know Jason that. personally. Yeah. I've, I've seen him. Something what weird. What would you happen. do if you saw him in real life? Would you <gasps> make him take a I would be terrible. First of all, he was arrested for yeah. stalking he her. Scary. So he seems, yeah. I mean, and also just the stuff that he would do, like wouldn't leave the house. Mm -hmm. I don't even like to say this because as a lady, I don't even like to discuss scatological things but how he would he would poop in the toilets wait, wait what? He pooped, oh my god he would leave poop in the toilets I, at her place so on like, purpose like because they would split time what an there asshole. and he would like he would purposefully i mean it's disgusting what? like that's disgusting and look i don't know the ins and outs and the details yeah. of the relationship but he seems like a psychopath and very terrifying and I can't imagine how difficult it is for I her. I like you can see the evil in his eyes as I'm rewatching the series. And I think they tried to make him look like this, you know, all American nice man. But you can see evil in his eyes. Also, I feel. the fact that he went after her money so intensely. It's mm -hmm. like, why do you deserve any of that? You don't deserve and, a dime And by of the it. way, I am willing to bet, and I don't know this, but I feel like I read it, that she was going to give him a very generous lump sum. Like, here's my... And I can see her doing I love, that. I feel like I read it. That's like... My <laughs> That's every Bravo lover. That's every Bravo lover's dying last yes. words. I feel like I read it. <laughs> like every single one of us, every single one of us that love, watch, loves and watches Bravo are dying last words. I feel like I read it, so it must be true. Absolutely. So <laughs> none I of us feel can, none of us read these stories no. with like real you intensity. No. 
just but I feel it like I was around a story. <laughs> My point is somehow I, it entered your consciousness. I could see her being like, "Here's five million dollars. Leave me the fuck alone." Uh-huh. And he was out for blood. Yeah. So and he was trying to keep that apartment. That bugged me yes. the most when he was wanted that apartment that Stop they built it. together. And I watched them build it on the spinoff. <laughs> It's just, it's, what do you think of him? I mean, I, ha- I, I hate him and I'm just so, I hate him. Yeah. But I go back and forth. I go back and forth with Bethany. Like I, you yeah. know, love and hate her. Yeah. But I think that's why she's so fucking good at reality yeah. TV because she's good at making you love her and then hate her and Absolutely. then love her. And I think no one does that better. And that's why she's been in this game for so long is because she keeps us watching. But Jason, it's weird like to see this rewatch and I'm just noticing all these red flags with him, with the parents and always wanting to, them to be around Brent. And then yeah. the, he like wanted his college friends to be best friends with Bethany. And it was like, she, you know, she's like, I don't need to be around no. these people all the time. Yeah. But then there's also weirdness. Like at the wedding, she's like editing her book on her wedding day. And then she's there. She had to write on the invitation, like no cell phones at the wedding. Cause okay. Magazine yeah. had the exclusive, which right. is like, that's like kind of weird. I think yeah. like, it, but it, and that's sort of like the fame side of Bethany. And then now all with all this Carol stuff where Carol's saying you hired photographers and, uh, you know, I think there's like this uh, this fame side of Bethany that is so aggressive, but also you don't get to the point where Bethany is without having that side to you. Let, let me just explain so I'm something. Like so okay, conflicted, Leslie. That's why people I asked. that are at the tippy, tippy, tippy top of mm-hmm. what they do, they don't get there by yeah. being super sweet and mm-hmm. nice. It you doesn't... mentioned Madonna. Madonna wouldn't be where she is if she wasn't <laughs> if she was so fucking sweet to everyone. She had to be a a badass, they're, a badass bitch. Yes, she I, did. Yeah. Now there's a reason that they're in a very elite club yeah. because most of us couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. She can. Yeah. I also feel like men are held to completely different standards. That she's a bitch. She's a castrating whatever. Mm-hmm. But if a man, men did that do the exact same things to run their companies are admired. They're incredible. I know this is a cliche that's been said for years and years and years, but women are held to different standards. Mm-hmm. You can't. Why does she have to be super nurturing, amazing wife? Defer to Ding Dong Jason. Yeah. Jason was average. She is a yeah. special, special star. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, also, I don't. Th- I don't know that people like that are meant to be married. No, I, I don't really think she don't. Has, no. I don't mean mothers. I think no. people like that can be really good parents. Yeah. I do not think they're meant to be married. Yeah. I think that they're too intense and that they need all that energy for themselves. And yeah. it's not, I don't even think that it's selfish. It's like she's kind of, like she's a very big life. Yeah. And she does big things with her life. Yeah. Why does she have to be a typical person? Well, and watching it back too, I noticed she does this like baby voice with him and it's, she's oh, like, it's, she's God. not, be, she's not being herself. And you could see her giving up a piece of it herself to be more appealing to him in this like gross, yeah. weird way. And so it's nice. I, I'm thrilled that she got away from this yeah. asshole because it was like, she was not being herself and herself is not. But that. you can't, you cannot expect her to be like, the same kind of wife as like the girl you met at Northwestern. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Who yeah, like yeah. you just can't. I think the relationship she's in now seems to be perfect with this Dennis, where they're yeah, together. He, seems, good he for seems to get her. Like you need like she's a wild stallion. You can't corral her. And just let her do what she wants to do. Correct. Uh, what do you think of the Carol of it all? <laughs> okay. First of all, I don't understand what's going on with Carol's fashion this season. Yeah. What is going on? Okay, this is what I Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was leather lederhosen. It was leather. It was like a chest. It was almost mm-hmm. like Serpico. Yeah. It was like undercover 70s cop. It was like S&M though. Correct. Yeah. So it was like across her chest and then those fingerless gloves. There's more to Carol than we understand. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's something going on behind the scenes. I Carol. also, look, I think Carol is incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. I think she's very savvy. I think that, but I, I feel like with Bethany, I maybe I'm kidding myself, but I feel like you do see who Bethany is on the show. I do. Mm. I'm sure there's stuff we don't see. But with Carol, I'm like, I don't know if I trust her. I'm like, what? Oh, I don't this... trust her now at yeah. all. Like I used, to, I used to think I knew her. And now I feel like when she joined bookcameo.com, that, <laughs> that was when I felt like, I don't know that I trust her anymore. Yeah. Like I don't know who this is. Like it's too cheesy and beneath it's her. It's just like I was Like you were a Kennedy. I was telling Whitney, like I get, Everyone else. I get Ramona on that. Yeah, oh, I get Ramona. Blue she was born to be on that. What do you get Ramona Sonia on was, that? Sonia was as well. She was born to be on Book Cameo. Of course. I would even feel more comfortable with Bethany on Book Cameo. But something really? about Carol makes me feel, feel very yeah. disgusting around Book Cameo. Everyone else. Carol is a literal princess. Yeah. Yeah. What is she and doing? I'm, but so yeah. does she need... 
I mean, she must, I don't know if she needs money, but it's such easy money. So maybe she's like, might as well do it. God, but it's something dark, irks me isn't about it? it. Yeah. What do you think of her in Tinsley this season? I love Tinsley. I think Tinsley's like sort of a breath of fresh air. And I like her so much like her? more this season than mm-hmm. I did last season. When Scott surprised her, she uh, felt. She fell to her knees. <laughs> As if, you know, Postmates just arrived. I mean, oh, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, she's so, she's like a little bit of a breath of fresh air. And I was worried that, uh, I was worried that they would replace her because I don't want, I didn't want I thought for sure she wouldn't make it in this season. But I didn't want them to have to acclimate to someone new because I think the cast is so perfect. And I didn't want to spend a season like getting to know someone new because I'm like, I just want these women to be. Well, you know, I think that right now New York is the very best best. of all the cities. stunningly, it's perfect. I want to just say that, the way Dorinda yelled at Sonia, and this is early in on face, in the season. In her face, like for second episode. Okay, I want to make something clear. I have never been yelled at <laughs> or yelled at another person like that in my life. And Sonia just took it. She just, just took it. Sat there and took it. Acting like that in general, but particularly on camera, is an insane thing to do. Did you see do. that other woman who wasn't in the cast at the table? <laughs> yes. Like, what do you think she went home and told her mother, her sister, her have husband? Have you ever seen someone scream like that in front no, of you? never. I no, have uh, never. No, no. Like, just like at an intimate dinner party no. in the daytime. Someone's home? Like, maybe like at the end of like a like a Vegas weekend when somebody was like, this is my fifth round of end cocaine. And Countess and Friends after a yes. few lines in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe. This, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, and this was right out the gate. Ugh. Now listen, I love I love my Beverly Hills ladies. I really They're love so boring. I love Lisa Rinna. Really I love Rinna. Rinna but too. this season sucked. It was I'm the worst. so sorry. Can I say that out loud? You can't say it and I just, scream it. Was so there, there even anything? Nothing happened. Literally nothing happened. Like there's not one memorable moment from the season. Like if you you know how uh, I always think in terms of gifts, which is so stupid, or like Jeff's gifts. Whatever. Yes. Um and when are we finally gonna learn how it's pronounced? I don't know. I think it should be gifts. Like I It's gift. I think in yeah, my mind right? it's gift. Me too. Me too. Okay, it's been so decided, it's, it's, world. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> Exclusive. Uh, but there's usually from every season you get these moments that we use on Twitter or texting or whatever that we use forever. I don't think there was a one from this season. There's well, not like one little there moment. There were a couple highlights. The one. when Rinna drunk was When good. you meet, I love her. Yeah, I really love her. Yeah, I do too. When you meet Kyle's godson, the designer of the faux furs, oh. I was interested in that. But then it was like, with, this is what Beverly Hills yeah. does. They sort of gloss over yeah. it. They don't give us what we want. So it's like they start to kind of yeah. get into something interesting. Like Nanny Kay. It's like, I love that Nanny yeah, Kay stuff. Yeah, totally. Or the Kyle and Vanderpump of it all. Yeah. Like there's some really juicy stuff that's happening there. Yeah. But they never get into it. And then this yeah. season was all so surfacey. Like the Beverly Hills, what we love about it is all that dark stuff underneath Beverly Hills. Like Absolutely. the Kim, the Taylors, the oh, Brandy of it all. Oh, oh. Like that's the good stuff. I mean, but who, I mean, look, let's be honest. The t- I mean, there was literal suicide. Like you can't. You can't like top it. I know. <laughs> but just... even, I would argue even without the suicide, Taylor was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> even without the suicide. I it read was, it somewhere. <laughs> it was. I read, I read it, it online somewhere. It was so dark. I mean, yeah. that ta- and the Kim stuff. I mean, I'll never forget. Stuff. Remember that boyfriend she had yeah. that looked like Bold a gargoyle? Yes, yeah. right? And that, when they showed them getting ready, do you remember yeah, that she was trying to get it's ready in my brain. and looking for her lipstick? Mm-hmm. I think about that five minutes. That was yeah. years ago. And then I, remember on the way to the limo, or in the oh. limo ride on the way when she was still like looking yes. in the mirror and then they, she like picked something out of the trash in the limo. I mean, well, also Kyle saying, goosebumps. you're a drunk and alcoholic. Mm. That was, I just loved alcoholic not an alcoholic there's just been a, this but season, even sort of like the brand brandy was never got too dark but she there was oh, darkness she, under me. all of her was you dark. guys kyle and kim pointing at brandy on a crutch oh, yelling slut. you're a slut pig uh, that what i mean Leslie, this like i am i so ordered stickers right of a, somebody did a cartoon rendering of that sure. and made them into stickers and i was like i'm gonna have that and right by, now by the way why isn't that an animated series like, i mean why, <laughs> why I'm just thinking now, like, why isn't Cartoon Danny, Network picked up this Danny, story as an animated series? Danny, yeah, you need to get on that. <laughs> or even like, when so they good. did Poker Night so at poker, what's her face's house? Eileen's yes, weirdly decorated and then, home, and there was physical <laughs> stuff. I mean, the that, pizza, that was just so how much. about the Uber drive? Not the Uber drive, the limo drive with Lisa and Kim on the way to that oh. poker thing, where oh, Lisa's so like, bizarre, "Oh, okay, so you're." Shit. But this year, there's they been were, so many moments. They were literally bringing up Pantygate nothing. again. I'm like, like that's nothing. from last season. And look, I know people love Erica, but I just need Erica to get in the mix. Like she's doing too much of her own thing, and like, and she is very interesting. 
watching on her own, but then make a spinoff or something. Like if you're going to be on this, yeah. you know, uh, group show, <laughs> ensemble show, then get in the mix with you people. You know what's funny is, look, I die for Erica. Yeah. I do. I, I, love, in, I like Erica. I, I got just, to meet her at the very, very beginning when she was still sort of Yolanda's friend. And now obviously she's taken this and ran with it. And, you know, I do feel at the reunion, there was kind of... A, a little bit of a meanness that I don't remember being there before. And it, the only reason I don't mind it is because she's so pretty (laughs) that I don't care. But by the way, I thought it was the most interesting part of the reunion was her being mean. Yeah. Like it was, you know what? You're not wrong. Something to latch onto, even though it made me not like Erica, but you know, how come it was never discussed that when Teddy confronted her and said, you have, you know, whatever convenient, damn it, whatever it was, but she was wrong. Yeah. Like, Erica was wrong. Yeah. She did say that. So that was never anyway. And whatever. Erica being mean to Teddy got Teddy the second season, I think. A hundred percent. Well, like, because Teddy it was, was nothing. What was she doing? Also, here's the thing about Teddy. She does seem kind of like a normal person. Yeah, totally. So yeah. it mm-hmm. you're right. Erica yeah. made her legitimate. Anyway, Teddy I, I, seems really great and sweet and nice. It just we don't need that. I think we need <laughs> Yeah. Like I need some crazy back in Beverly okay, Hills. So Who would you bring back? I mean, to Beverly Hills, you know, or would you cast a new crazy? Well, I know that there is going to be a new. <gasps> there's new people. Is Heather Locklear going to come on? Oh my god! Do you know that? I've heard that. What, and I would. Love I don't. That. I read that somewhere. I read I don't that. Know. I read that online. So well, I'm taking I it to heard the trip. something, but I don't know that I'm allowed to say it. Can you say it? We'll I heard that Jared Blondino, the guy who's the Too Faced, um, the guy that created Too Faced Cosmetics and sold it for oh. hundreds of millions of dollars, is going to be a new housewife. A guy? Yeah. <gasps> and it'll be the first time that he's, that, that a man, I mean, he's oh obviously a gay man and married and has- That would be amazing. And he's Please. very, very rich. I and I heard that, that it, I heard that he is going to be the new- It'd be about time. We always talk on this show that Bravo is such a gay network, but there's not a lot of gay visibility on Correct. their shows. It's like, so I think that would be really yeah. interesting. And I think it would, that would- I think that would be sort of fascinating. Do we have to cut this or? I don't know. I, I don't remember someone telling me, we'll I'm telling Patreon. you this. I don't remember, <laughs> I know. I don't remember someone saying like, you can't say anything about this. Somebody told me and was like, no, he is going to be on it. Like so it's we'll happening. So we'll take it to be true. Well, Whitney, leave this in. Okay. <laughs> so, but don't, don't come at me, Andy. Don't Cohen. add her. And by the way, I think all I'm doing is getting people excited and interested to watch the next yeah, season. Honestly, like this gives me something to look forward to because maybe there I'm were wrong. times, there were times that I literally was watching and I thought, maybe I'm done with this show. I would like to know everything you think about Dorit. Yes. Okay. I'm ready to go. Um, I think Dorit makes a great side villain. I don't want her as the main villain. And people are probably tired of me talking about this on the show. Okay. I always talk about it. But yeah. I think Dorit is great as sort of like just an extra villain kind yeah. of stirring shit like, up. Like I don't want her but this season off. she was No, I mean Like either. I still yeah. want her. People are like, I'm so sick of her. I'm like, no, I kind of like her. I like her bare teethed like just ambition and desire to be famous and just like blood dripping from her haunches. Like I'll do anything. And I think there's some really interesting stuff with Vanderpump and her that's gone unexplored. But then Vanderpump, I feel like isn't, she's sort of not exploring any of these threads that are so interesting and that we can see some drama underneath the surface, but it's like, give it to us. Like the Yulin stuff is look, I'm a dog lover. Stop Yulin forever. (laughs) That like literally plays in my head, like a song that I can't get out of. Yulin forever. In the chant. Yeah, like Stop. Madonna's like a prayer, yes. and then that is like in my head at Absolutely. all times. Absolutely. Eighth World Wonder by uh-huh. Kimberly Locke. Abs- <laughs> and that, wow. And that. Good for you. Um <laughs> I and like that's wonderful work. And obviously I have three half feral rescue dogs that are currently in my home that are ruining my life on a daily basis. So I'm all about it. But that can't be your entire storyline. Like yeah. it just can't yeah. be. And also we know Vanderpump can go there. And yeah. I just didn't feel like she did. No, she didn't. She didn't explore any of that. And it's just very frustrating. Um, are you watching Potomac at all? What? How dare you even ask me? What do you take you a guess? Potomac. Okay, you, okay. So finally, can we, can we finally, talk about they've okay, cracked good. an egg. I'm, finally, because yes. guess what? I watched every episode anyway. Did but, you? So you watched season one and two? Yes, I watched okay. all yeah. of it. And finally, <laughs> finally, yeah. they've they've hit upon. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. It's fantastic, right? Now. I have not committed to any of their names. Me either. Ex- <laughs> I can't remember any of them. <laughs> That's so. Nope. 
Oh my god! I know Karen Huger. Leslie, I know how Karen, could you not know and Karen I know Huger? Giselle. Correct. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know, know any of I, their names. I wasn't. I just nope. telling you this, Whitney. I was like, I don't understand their names, nope. and I've watched like a lot of episodes. None now, of and them I, will stick in my head, stick. and they don't have unusual names at no, all. No. It, their name could be like the Jane Doe. I can't remember any. I know their faces, but I don't know any of their names. I think names. they're too young. Or the young. You know ones. what? Maybe that's what it is because they all all the young ones run together, and it's like they're not. It's not like they're not giving us stuff. Like one of them is no. a drunk driving scandal. Who's the one that's married? I mean, one's married to a gay. Like there's the, some stuff going that on. That one. What's her name? I don't, one's Monique, and she's one's Ashley. Ashley. Now, Ashley's great at stirring it up. Like, yeah. she, And she did it last year, too. Like, she came to play. Why can't I commit her name to my memory? I, I can. So here's the way I've remembered Robin. Robin, I feel like. Oh, I like Robin. <laughs> I, I do, too. I, I feel like, like her. She's the age bridge. So yeah. I picture, yes, like, I picture yes. a bridge, and it's like yes. the older ones, which is Giselle. Karen. And Karen, who I had a very hard time uh Figuring out how old they are. Yeah. Like their ages. Karen, I'm going to say, because her husband looks ancient. Yeah. So Karen, I'm going to say is, obviously he's much older than her, but I'm going to say Karen is late 50s, if not. I don't know. I, I don't. What do you I think? Her husband. She's early 50s. I think I She ain't. Or, my brother is 51 years old and she is not a. She really Wait, doesn't seem 53. Her husband looks like the uh, butler on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's like her and Giselle, which Giselle, I can't figure out her age. How old, how old do you think she is? I would say Giselle is probably around 50, late 40s, early 50s. Maybe she's very stunning. She looks gorgeous. Yeah. Well, she's a and beautiful then, woman. Then Robin is sort of in the middle. Yeah. And then the other one. Robin so is probably what, like early like Robin might own, not even be 40 yet. 40s? Yeah. I'd say 40s. And then the other ones are like yeah. young, young, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 32 young. Which is weird. And I didn't, when I first started watching it, I was like, this can't work because the ages are too all over the place. Yeah. But it does. This season is fantastic. And I, I'm shocked that there's this drunk driving thing going on that they're not high. Uh, Beverly Hills would have hidden it. I feel like they wouldn't have been on, they wouldn't have been airing this. Well, that last the scent party. The scent dinner party. The yeah, scent the dinner party. Di- what was she, what did she call it? The developing. Or party, I don't know. It was just phase. so terrible. <laughs> but that was like they brought it. That brought was it. old so school. Good. That's what we're looking for the in our house. Press conference. Fantastic. The, the, the press fu- conference the, was with incredible. No <laughs> wait, what do you make of? Wait, first of all, Whitney, how old is Karen Huger? Is fifty four. Wow. 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 That's. I'm going to heard be it honest. here first, folks. I, I thought <laughs> exclusive. I mean, I'm going to. I. I if. You told me she was 62. I would have believed that too. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Okay. Uh, what do you make of Karen's assistant, Matt? I don't understand how, how is he paid? What's what does he do? He does he everything. Doing exactly. He's well, apparently he's a He's does business development. And now he's going to do perfume. Uh huh. So he can do anything. He can do anything. He My favorite was when that woman star. who was running the scent party was like, looked at Matt and she's like, you have to, you have to stop this. It's like, babe, do you even know what you're involved in right now? Do you understand this is reality? He's not going to do jack yeah, he, shit. He's not going to do. And we don't want him to do anything. Of course not. But yeah. that was good. And Ashley oh. will get into it. Who's the one that got accused of drunk driving or who it's admitted Mo- she fell asleep? Monique. Monique. And Ashley. So Monique's the drunk driving one. Yeah. Who's okay. the new one this year? Candace. Candace. Candace has the best body I've ever. Besides, oh, her body is fantastic. I've never seen anything like it. But then, who's that other one who? I apparently I don't. I'm just watching this season for the first time. Yeah. But oh, really? One who was in last season? But Sharice. So she's always around, but she's not a cast member. Uh, you know I feel what? Bad for she that. had a lot more to do before. She's very strange. Yes. Really, Sharice is an odd lady. So how does she fit in with these women? She doesn't really. She's a holdover that probably shouldn't have. Her whole thing was she was married to this professional basketball coach who basically bailed on her. So her whole journey was, I think my marriage is over. I don't understand what's going on. It was very depressing. Uh, she's also horrible. So I don't really think we, she was there to be sort of like another older gal, I guess, to balance things out. Who was she, what were you going to say? I just, I think she was originally like legit friends with Karen yes. and Giselle. Like yeah. the three of so them she's just sort of sticking around. And she was part of the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And now I feel like it's evolved past her because they've right. gotten this young blood in that really knows how to tussle. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, these women are loaded rich. Yeah. Like that one Monique. Wait, yeah. Who's the one that's taking care of her mom? Oh my God, that mom stuff. Who's the one taking care of her mom or fighting with her mom oh, because she doesn't want to pay Ashley. for her mom? Anymore? Oh, Ashley. Ashley, Ashley and the like, husband's that like, I'm, stuff it's is compelling. End. It is compelling. And you know what? That's a terrible mother. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you have there one was a job a couple... as a parent, and yeah. that's to not leech off your child and to ruin. If my daughter came to me and said, it's going to ruin my marriage, I'd be like, I'm 
so horrified. Please, God, I don't worry about me. I'll be fine. That scene in the kitchen a couple weeks ago when she was telling her mom that she's not paying for it, and the mom mm-hmm. was, she was standing yeah. and she was sort of yelling back. I mean, it was, it was shocking. I was, uh, everyone kept telling me, you got to get into Potomac this season. I'm so glad that I did. Good. And people aren't trusting me. I'm telling them, <laughs> to, I'm telling yes. them to watch Potomac this season. What would you tell everyone that's listening? Why would you say they need to watch Potomac? Because these women are not here to play. And they are bringing it in a way that, you know, because also, like, if you look at the other seasons, like Atlanta or whatever, they've been on it so long now. They know they've watched Mm -hmm. themselves back over the Mm -hmm. years. They read all the blogs and they know the pitfalls. So it's very, they're watching themselves as they're doing it. These, particularly the newer women, they're still new to it. Do you watch Southern Charm? Of course. Southern Charm. (laughs) I love Leslie, that you're asking me. We're gonna keep me. you here for two hours. Of course, and so the whole Thomas Ravenel of it all right now with his with his. But what do you make of Bravo? Not so he's accused of sexual yeah. assault by multiple women. Now. Look, There's Andy asked Catherine on it two nights ago and watch what happens. But so so that Neb people were saying this. I don't know. I, I saw it online. Okay, <laughs> go. You read line. it somewhere. So MTV catfish. That yeah, guy was right. accused of sexual assault. Yeah, MTV immediately yeah. suspended him. Yeah, you know they're stopping. And what you know it's not a show. Yeah. Why doesn't Bravo? Well, the season's done filming right now, so maybe they don't have to make a choice right now because they're not in production. Do you think they will? I don't think they will. I mean, you know what's funny, too, is that more than... Is this its third season, Southern Charmed? Fourth, I think. Whatever it is. Fourth. Before these accusations came out, like a month ago or whatever... He has never been more disgusting, Thomas. Yeah. Like he's really like he was always repugnant to me, but he has never been more lecherous and and really like a horrible misogynist. Yeah. And the way he speaks about this new girlfriend Oof. and he's just really this year, I felt like it really crystallized. Like you hate women, yeah. you fucking hate them, mm-hmm. and you're awful, disgusting garbage person. Yeah. And then this stuff came out, which was not a surprise to me at all. Um, so last week on the on this show, we did a mental health episode. So it was like all yes. about anxiety, depression, and uh-huh. raising awareness and all that stuff. So somebody said on your Instagram yes. that you talked about your panic disorder. Yes, and they want to hear a little bit more about that story. Okay, I will not go into too great a yeah, detail, you know, but yeah. here's the deal. So, I mean, I'm happy to say it's been years and years and years since I haven't been doing well. So I've had a lot, a lot of good years under my belt. I had my first panic attack when I was probably 14 years old, and I didn't know what it was. And this was in, I mean, I don't want to give away my age, but when I was 14, it was definitely... 2014. It was was six months ago. (laughs) It was in the 80s, and there wasn't, first of all, there was no internet, obviously, And it just wasn't something people talked about a lot and that they knew a lot about. So I had to self-diagnose myself. I found a book in a Brentano's bookstore. And I was like, I think that's what I have. And my mom was like, I think that's what you have too. And I I truly believe that you're just wired a certain way to be Mm -hmm. super sensitive to certain things and your body reacts certain ways. Um, And I struggled with panic attacks and panic disorder all through high school, definitely through college, when I graduated college, I had a little bit of a meltdown. Um, I did not go on med- medication. I went to just a regular therapist. It was really helpful, and I kind of got through that. Then when I was 28, I had a lot of things converge in my life at one time, a lot of incredible pressure and a lot of family stuff that happened and big work stuff, and I really was not okay. And I had about a four-month period where I I stopped sleeping completely, wow. and I had no appetite. I didn't care about anything that I would normally care about. It was early on in my marriage and I felt so terrible. My husband was like, this is a lot of fun. Like, this is great. He was wonderfully supportive. When my parents sat me down and they were like, you're not okay. You need to go on medication. Mm -hmm. And my mother found this woman named Michelle Krask, who was, she's a, if you Google her, she's the world's foremost expert in anxiety and panic. And she was at UCLA. And that's the one of the great things about living in Los Angeles. And I met with her and I started real cognitive behavioral therapy, which changed my life. And if for people who don't know what it is, I mean, Google it so you can really learn the, the correct answer. But it, it is not talk therapy. You don't talk about your mommy and your daddy and your childhood and your feelings. This is specifically like what's going on in your body physically when you're having a mm-hmm. panic attack. Let's break all of that mm-hmm. down. Let's teach you how to not be afraid of that. And you stop being afraid of your own body. And so you basically stop all the triggers. And it's once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I learned how to see it differently. 
All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Um, Leslie, I love this, but I want to do a quick lightning go. round and then this is it. Okay. We're we're Sorry. I could go. Talk. We've kept Danny, you Danny, also, I just find you adorable and Aww. I just find you adorable. We could talk You're forever. I feel like I'm among friends I and know. I had a big coffee, so I felt really <laughs> ready to go. Well, people were, everyone was like, we got to get Leslie on the show. Do you know Leslie? And I was like, I feel, before I met you, I counted some friends. I was always like, I feel like I know Leslie yeah, really well. Like, I feel like I know you we're too. We're kindred. Yeah, I read it somewhere. And we're now friends. we're for sure best yeah, friends. Like it's all happened. Yes. Okay. So a quick lightning round. You can answer as quickly or as Yes. Or as not quickly as you want. Let's go. Ramona or Dorinda? How dare you? <laughs> I know. How could you ask me you that? Have to pick. <sighs> okay. Um, wow. It's tough. Dorinda. <gasps> wow. Just because we've had a lot of Ramona, but God, that iconic moments crying on the bed in Morocco. <gasps> Ramona's so good. Take your I think Ramona's like the best all around housewife. But can I be She's honest? My I'm going to tell you what my deciding factor is. Yeah. Ramona's a Trump supporter. Bye. <sighs> Dorinda love my girl Hillary. Dorinda is a proud Dorinda's and loud a, Democrat. So guess what? D- yeah. Dorinda. Post Trump yeah. world, it's really yep, hard. Yep, it is hard. I am I really turn a blind eye to Ramona's politics. Yeah, we do. And I'm not proud of it. No. Like, oh, it's yeah. something that I do no, and really I recognize don't. it. But I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like Ramona's, whatever. It's like, are you going to throw the artist away with their political (laughs) leanings? I know. It's It's very difficult. So, Dorinda. Um, Okay, so Mary Fuck, send on vacation. Oh my God, I love that. We don't want to kill anyone. Jax, James, or Schwartz? And Schwartz. Jax? Oh, Schwartz, Mary. Yeah. But he'd cheat on you. <laughs> He's so cute. Bubba would cheat, you think, Bubba, once the ring Bubba, was on? Bubba. Bubba. He has. He did. That Bubba art on the wall. Oh God, God, it's, it's so it's brutal. So Isn't it brutal? Yes. Okay, so now I have to choose between sending away on vacation Who would you and rather fucking sleep James with? or Jax. Jax or James. Oh, this is tough because I think Jax is really a terrible person, but I got to be honest. I feel like he'd be better in bed, right? I, I yeah. pick Jax to fuck and James can go away. You might get some. London some... gangsta. <laughs> Pump Tane. Rotten hell, Jax. <laughs> Tainy! Okay, favorite Sandra Bullock movie? Well, I was in Miss Congeniality too. So right. I oh my that God. One. We were looking to I was your in IM- a terrible wig in that. Yeah. Your IMDb page is like a CVS receipt. It just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> There's I have so been much around there. for a little while. Oh my God. It's, it's a gem of things. But, but you know what happens? I did probably like eight pilots that didn't go. So what happens is when you're not on a series, you got a girl's got to keep herself sure. employed. So then I did like a million guest stars. Like, and I was at a point where I was like, I'll do it. Yeah, so yeah, so that's the only reason why. And there's some amazing things in there too. Sure. Um, okay, favorite Mariah Carey song. <gasps> oh, fucking Heartbreaker. And the remix of Heartbreaker. Heart, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Oh, but so honey. I love honey. Um Christina Aguilera, singing or shouting? Shouting. Favorite Madonna song. Okay. Like a top like. If you had to choose, I have to say, I do think Confessions is my favorite album. Oh, good one. It ha- you know what? This is impossible because, yeah. I mean, I remember getting the cassette of her first album and listening to it so much in my mother's Dotson 280ZX that I warped it. It yes. stopped playing. <laughs> so Burning Up is, I mean, I still think is the best fucking song ever, yeah. ever, ever. I mean, you have to understand, like, I die for her. I've never, the only concert I ever missed was she was playing on September 12th, 2001 in Los Angeles. And I was like, I don't want to go to a large (laughs) public place today. But I had my tickets in my hand. I'm surprised she did the show. She did. Yeah. But that's Madonna. But Madonna said I won't. But I love, like, 
again, this is very, very hard for me, but I have to say, I, I think it, is it Ray of Light? Ray of Light's so good. Frozen from that album. Oh, so that good. whole album. The whole album. For a girl. Uh, what's the nothing? Um, oh. Nothing really matters. Oh, like, that and, gets me. And what's the nothing really matters makes me cry, dance. Like every, it makes me have every emotion. That album is amazing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. isn't it? But I so love good. Hung Up, and I love New York, and I love all. Sorry, and uh, I, I mean can't so pick, yeah. but I will say Ray of Light because that's Light. the best dance song yeah. ever. Uh, favorite Kardashian, Chloe. Nine oh two one zero or Melrose Place. Nine oh two one zero. Sexiest man alive. If you were choosing for People Magazine, who would you choose? I mean, this is hard, but like Justin Thoreau. Good one. God Good answer. Damn. Good I answer. mean, and also I'm a grown ass woman, yeah. so He's a I like man. grown yeah. ass men. Like, yeah. a, but I would be once he took his shirt off, I would then look at myself and just go, <laughs> "I'm so sorry." Like, <laughs> you no. are like you could no. bounce quarters off that torso, like. <laughs> You are his body is phenomenal. Like there's almost like it's almost like one of those exhibits where you see the bodies without skin on it. Yeah. Like every <laughs> muscle is isolated. Yeah. But I find him just to be so fucking yeah. hot. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Portia or Kenya. Kenya. What? Um. What would your? So you know how Sheena has that "It's All Happening" tattoo? Of course. What would your t- Sheena tattoo be? <laughs> like what would your arm tattoo say? What quote would you, what stupid quote would you put on your arm? <laughs> this is one of those things that when I'm falling asleep tonight, I'll come up with yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. incredible you can, answers. You can write me and then we'll, we'll say it up. But on the spot, I'm yeah. having a tough time thinking of it. Um, it would probably be, it's not about the pasta. Just kidding. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, it would be. Uh, like why the cage bird sings. I or would something. just. <laughs> like something. <laughs> Uh, uh, I die for you. I don't I know. Die I die for you. That's it. I die for you. That's perfect. That's perfect. All right. There's this male model I follow, and I talked about this on the show. His he has a Sheena tattoo that says "Dreams are for free." No, no, <laughs> no. Um. Finally, well, two more. What's iconic to you? Like, what do you besides Bravo? Like, what do you watch? What do you listen to? What podcast? What music? What what's I mean, a, I a am few gonna, things that you are know. It's funny. I I have a huge and like surprise, surprise. I'm obsessed with Broadway. Yeah. I have a huge reverence for it because it's a skill set I don't have. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's incredible to get to get up there and sing like that yeah. and to command an audience like that. I was just in New York and I saw Mean Girls the Musical, which I found to be a pure delight. I heard it's great. I couldn't wait for that soundtrack to come out. I listen to it every minute now. And then I saw Three Tall Women, which was, I mean, it's such a virtuosic, I don't know if that's a real word. It is now. So I, like a, I, and I have to say, to me, it is worth spending your hard-earned money on. The tickets are now very expensive. Mm-hmm. I know that going to New York is not easy for many people. I think if you can, and you have children in particular, I would make a big deal out of however often you could, whether it was once every five years, taking them to New York and seeing a yeah. real Broadway show. I think that's... Talk am- about... It's good for the soul. It's, it's a, a treatment for it's correct. Yeah. It's so inspirational. And the thing that I loved about Mean Girls the most is it's a young show. It's a high school show. So not the leads, but the... Like the chorus the and the crew, the oh, cast, oh. they're very young. And for most of them, it's their very first Broadway show. And yeah. their like infectious excitement, it like, makes you feel amazing. They're so excited to be there. I, I love it. So I love anything Broadway. And I think that's a great thing to do with your kids. And like my mom and I sang the chorus line soundtrack for my child, which is a little dark when you think about some of those <laughs> songs. But I, and you know what? If you're in LA, like you can go to the Hollywood Bowl and they Pantages. do. Correct. Or, well, yeah. the Pantages, I think, is a shitty place to see plays, yeah, unfortunately. Because so when you go to these Broadway shows, <laughs> the theaters are not big. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, okay, so there's that. Um, I, obviously it's the golden age of television and I think there's so much good stuff to watch. Like, again, I love Westworld, which a lot of people think is dark. And I already mentioned Handmaid's Tale, which I think is just incredible. And I think the level of acting and I think all that is amazing. Um, I'm reading the Curtis Sittenwell book right now called you, I think it, you say it. It's a collection of short stories. That could be your Sheena tattoo too. It's pretty good. I think it, you I say also it. would encourage you to go and read her last book called Eligible, which was such a fantastic book and a retelling of... Oh my God. The classic, what is it? The retelling of, um, oh my God, the Jane Austen novel, the famous Jane Austen novel, um, Um, Sense and Sensibility. Sensibility, It's a retelling of, but it's a modern retelling of it. And she's such a wonderful writer. And I think people- It's called Eligible? Eligible. And I, it's like, you know what it is? It's a highbrow beach read. Yeah. So you don't feel bad about yourself because you're like, this is an excellent writer and it's brilliantly done, but it's also like- like a soap opera and yeah, compelling. Yeah. So read that. Um, there's so many things. Wait, there's so many things I'm so interested in. Um, 
watch the Beyonce Coachella performance over and over again when you need to get fired up. Yes, um, yes. I, I love that. Um, I, uh, there's so many things that when I fall asleep, I'm going to, again, I'm going to be running yeah, through all the things I'm obsessed me. with right now. I'm probably going to have to write you. Danny, this was such a pleasure. Can I best. tell you, this is maybe the first podcast and no shade to any other podcast where I could talk for three more hours. Oh to my you. God. Oh, that makes me feel this so, so good. Like, let's go to, let's continue to Hamburger This Mary. was the best. You please come back anytime. I am so happy that you came on the show and that you did this for me and you are just for the best. M- you did it for me. No, it was so nice to um, see you. And you're going to be on American Horror Story next season, correct? We start, yes, we start filming mid-June. And What's that, like the theme of it? Do they have, did they announce it yet? Well, I'm going to tell, I can only, can I be honest? I yeah. don't like to say anything yeah. because I get so yeah, scared yeah, I'm going to get in it. trouble because they want to protect it. I will say this and, and P.S. I have not even read the first script yet. Yeah. Oh. So I've only heard from Ryan, but I haven't read anything yet. So it could be totally not what this is. Cause you know that we're as surprised as everyone else is. It's not That's like amazing. we're involved in that. It is I think that Ryan has a really special ability to tap into really scary shit that's in the zeitgeist and in the public consciousness at a given time. Yeah. And I think this season is going to be hard to watch in, in the best way. Interesting. Because of that. In a lot of the same way, cult tapped into what's going on in our mm-hmm. country right now and then obviously makes it hyper real and then does the jump scares and all the fun, gory stuff that you love American Horror Story for the same thing yeah. will happen here. And, you know, Kathy Bates is coming back. Yes, and I've I never worked that. with her. <gasps> Are you and so am, excited? I'm beyond excited. I'm nervous. I hope she sure. doesn't dislike me. Like, I just, she's, yeah. I'm so, so lucky. She's incredible. I'm just, I'm afraid she's going to be like, you are nowhere near on the level to work with me, but I guess oh, no, I'll you were, to deal you with you. Oh, no, you were amazing last well, season. You're very you sweet so to say that, but she's iconic and yeah, she's amazing. amazing. But I kind of feel like if I can work with Sarah Paulson, like if yeah. I could pull that off, yeah, yeah. who is so incredible, I'm doing that. And then I'm also doing more episodes of The Good Place that I've had <gasps> um, a God, what? Oh, on. I mean, come on. So... Keep your eyes open for me. And where are you at at social media? On social media. I'm Leslie Grossman on Instagram. So funny. I am Miss Leslie G on Twitter. And the only reason that I am that is because somebody took, first of all, I was late to Twitter. I went on kicking and screaming, but some lady had taken Leslie Grossman 100 years. I know, right? 100 years ago. So there was no Leslie Grossman. So at Miss Leslie G, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Yes, I try to keep it light, but also the world is ending. So yeah, you have, I yeah. do a you lot a of political stuff and I'm very clear and open about yeah. how I feel about stuff. So if you don't like that, then don't fucking follow me and I don't yeah, care yeah. what you think about that yeah, because yeah. I'm not going to look back and say it and say anything. Although I don't know. I know that sending a tweet isn't as effective as actually doing something. No, but sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's I just want to make it yeah. real good and goddamn clear yeah. <laughs> where I stand right now. Yes. So anyway, uh, and Miss Leslie G and I'm not on Facebook. Thank you so much, Leslie. This was thank like you. the best. Oh, you're the this best. Was the best. You're thank the best. You. Bye guys. For more of my chat with Leslie, we have a whole Leslie bonus episode over at the Everything Iconic Patreon page. So all you have to do is head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic and pledge $4 or more per month and you get access to all of our bonus content. So that means the Leslie bonus episode. We have other bonus episodes. We have Real Houses of New York recaps. You get access to all of it and it really helps us to make this podcast. So please Head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic and, and help us out. <laughs> I love you. Wow, wasn't Leslie great? I love her. I love her so much. And she makes me feel less weird for loving all of these Bravo shows. Like, I feel like she gives me some legitimacy for liking all this crap. <laughs> she's so good. She's so good. Now, she's not the only guest. We also have Daniel Levy, who I said is from Schitt's Creek. He wrote and stars and created this show. It's so funny. You have to check it out on Netflix. I swear it's like the best obsession. It's like if you're getting the flu, you need to sit down and hop on Netflix and watch all of Schitt's Creek. I promise you'll become obsessed with it. Uh, Please enjoy my interview with Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek. Hello. Hi, is this Daniel? It is. Hi, it's Danny Pellegrino. How are you? Hey, Danny. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. I'm obsessed with your show. I'm obsessed with Schitt's Creek. You guys are filming right now, right? We are, yeah. How's it going? (laughs) It's going well. For me, it's always a lot of work because I have my hands in every possible thing that I can. You created the show, right? You write and create it. Yeah, I, uh, I created it and show run it and I style it with our costume designer and I 
help with the sets. And I, I mean, I just sort of have taken advantage of every possible avenue that I could creatively. It's great. We have so much fun. So fucking funny. And uh, I love the way it represents a a pansexual, if you will, uh, on TV. Absolutely. I mean, it's like really revolutionary. And I mean, you're in Canada right now, but in the States, I feel like we don't have that representation on TV very much. So I applaud that. I don't think we have it in in Canada very much either. Mm -hmm. Did you get any pushback doing that? No. No. Funnily enough, we didn't. Um, I think mainly because... We're on sort of a, a network here in Canada, but we're on a cable network in the States and then Netflix internationally. So fortunately, I think we found homes that really appreciated the sentiment of the show yeah. and really got behind it. Um, I would hate to know what would have happened if we <laughs> ended up at like a major U.S. network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we might have run into a little more logistical yeah. Road a more pushback. Uh-huh. Do you find a lot of people are finding it on streaming services like Netflix? Yeah. I think what was great about Netflix for us was that uh, it didn't jump right onto Netflix right away. We had two seasons under our belt before it went up on Netflix. So people really got to, like, binge, binge. Yeah. And I think that really helped because it allowed them to, like, really get into the heart of the show. And the show, by by design... It's a show for the fans in the sense that we wrote these characters intentionally to be, to sort of go from highly superficial people to like the more that the audience watches, the more that both the audience and the characters right. themselves are discovering facets of their personalities that we, that they didn't know about. Um, and ultimately, you know, questing for like enlightenment and love and joy in this world. While we were interviewing Daniel Levy, unfortunately we ran into some audio technical difficulties. Uh, he was calling in from Canada. He's over there filming the new season of Schitt's Creek. So there is going to be a slight audio change right now. I just wanted to come in and warn you, pop in, hello, and warn you guys that this is going to change the audio a little bit uh, for the last few minutes of our interview with Daniel Levy, but I wanted to warn you, and this will be my goodbye. This will be me bidding you adieu. So please enjoy the rest of my interview with Daniel Levy. Go rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. Bye. I want to do a little pop culture lightning round. So I do this with a lot of the guests, and it's just kind of very general stuff to see what you're into. Um, these can go as fast or as slow as you'd like. Um, <laughs> okay. What is your all-time favorite movie? Yikes. Or like a, a, a top two-ish. Oh, God, this could get really dark. <laughs> top <laughs> Favorite, favorite, favorite movie yeah. that I've seen probably a million times, Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, so good. Did you like Bridget Jones's Baby? Because I did. I, I absolutely leaned into the experience. Do I feel like <laughs> it's the same Bridget Jones film like as the first one? No. It's a different sort of, I think it's a different Bridget Jones world. Right. right. But I'm, I was there for it, for Me sure. Too. Me too. Okay, Brittany or Christina? Brittany, Brittany. Jessica Simpson or Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore. Favorite Jennifer Love Hewitt movie? I know what you did last summer. No. Uh, no. Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. Good one. Uh, I know you're a huge Mariah fan, as am I, like a humongous Mariah fan. What's your favorite Mariah song? That's a really good question. Favorite album? on the mood. Uh, favorite album? Likely Daydream. Mmm. You know, my favorite song is Forever from the Daydream album. Absolutely. A timeless classic. So, so There's good. also a lot of jams off of the Glitter soundtrack, and people really dragged that through the mud, and I thought it was completely unwarranted. I couldn't agree more. Um, Bonnie Hunt or Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt. Favorite Disney movie? Mary Poppins. Favorite Meg Ryan movie? Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, sexiest Man Alive? I, only because it's always been my number one, but I would say Jude Law. Oh, good one. A classic. Uh, the Hills or Laguna Beach? Yeah. It's a, mm, yeah. I'm going to go with Laguna Beach. Okay, so how about this question? Did Audrina Patridge <laughs> deserve to be on TV? 100% yes. <laughs> I believe in destiny. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Audrina Patridge is like prime. That's just the world made that happen for yeah. her. Yeah. And I'm not going to stand in its way. <laughs> okay, and finally, what's your favorite Catherine O'Hara performance? Besides Schitt's Creek, which she's so fucking brilliant and it's disgusting. Oh, she's, it is disgusting. She's so good. I 
nominated for an Oscar for a thousand and one mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. but I feel like her performance in For Your Consideration mm-hmm. is one of the most, like, oh, I don't want to say overlooked because no one was really overlooking it outside of just award shows, which I think, generally speaking, don't value comedy at all. I would say For Your Consideration. Yeah. I, I really, I, it was so brilliant what she did with that character and the fact that at the end of that movie, when she had plastic surgery, that wasn't special effects. That was her manipulating her face to look like that. Uh, that's insanity. That's just, She's, it's just the, the, the many brilliant layers of Catherine O'Hara. She's so, so brilliant in your show and everything she does. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I need her in more stuff. She should be in everything, ultimately. Daniel, thank you so much for doing this. You are just so fantastic on Schitt's Creek. I love the show so, so much. So thank you. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 